fancy a free case of beer from the northeast? That definitely got your attention. Well, it got mine when Beer 52 contacted us. So um, the, the clever folks at Beer 52 have collaborated with the best breweries across the northeast of England to offer you eight exclusive beers you find, won't find anywhere else. I mean, you won't find them in the bottle shops, you won't find them in the supermarkets, and you won't find them from Dodgy Dave down the pub. He's either in his coat sort of thing so simply go to www.beer52.com forward slash try that and just cover the 5.95 posters to receive your free case of beer now uh, yeah i think they've played a bit of a blinder really because uh, the untold hours i've wasted in supermarkets trying to pick a beer because <laughs> there's always a, there's a lot on offer and i have a knack of, of sometimes picking the wrong thing as well so these are handpicked by you know experts at beer 52 and they they have worked with the breweries to, to put these together and um, we've got a really lovely se- selection we're going to talk about today but um three particular highlights for, for you to to stay tuned for um we're talking about Vaux brewery uh in sunderland they've got a gorgeous pale ale coming up um two by two um they've got a lovely um beer called revolve uh, and also three brothers brewing co's steel river baltic porter so stay tuned for those um what you might have also picked up on that is you sometimes get a bit of a mix in these wonderful cases um so if you are someone who does not particularly favor for instance the dark beer real easy just pick the light case and um, don't remember within that little package you'll also get some tasty snacks as well and of course, after listening to the episode we've got ahead of you, you're going to have all the information at your fingertips. But if you're craving even more information about these fantastic breweries and the, and the Northeast thriving beer scene, you'll find it all in the award-winning Ferment magazine, which accompanies every case. So, and, and even after all of that, you know, if you're still feeling unsatisfied with what you're getting from Beer 52, or simply you just want a bit of a break, you can simply pause or cancel at any time with the subscription to fit whatever you need. So that's Beer 52 dot com forward slash try that to claim your free case now that's beer 52com forward slash try that to try all these beers right well let's get into it then shall we great idea nice hi there and welcome to the i'll try that podcast um so this episode this week is in collaboration with beer 52 Collab, we made it. We're doing collabs, guys. Itt Check us out. X Beer Fifty Two, the bombers, I call them. B Fifty Two. Yeah, it's only taken us nearly two hundred and so episodes, but we're there. Some some people would. What are you talking about? We've just dropped our hundred and sixty. Oh, one hundred and sixty. So we're right. We're, we're exactly where I thought we'd be on our master plan of growth. That's it. I like. <laughs> I like. I like to think you've got a big chart in the background, Joe, that you're coloring in. Where we are as as we That's go, it. and then beer fifty two is bang smack in the middle. Beer fifty two episode six one six one beer fifty two tick. tick. You know that's where we are. You know, um, episode three fifty, we go to the moon. Tick. <laughs> so we go to the moon. <laughs> yeah, a beer from space. That's what we're going to do in our three hundred fiftieth episode. Surely someone's going to be brewing a beer in space soon. They're actually, well, I mean, I've already given a cat out of the bag. There is already a beer that's been brewed with hops that have been sent up into space. Oh, yes. That's cool. That is right. There was a beer that did that. But anyway, less of that. Let's talk about back to the task at hand, Beer 52. So the, the lovely folks at Beer 52 have sent us over um, their most recent crate, um, Angels of the North. So basically celebrating all northern breweries. Are we? Um, yeah. And basically... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, more of that. More, more of that. <laughs> so basically, me and the lads, I've got, of course, I've got Matt, and of course, I've got Joe with me this evening. Um, uh, I'll read pets. <laughs> that's it. But Are we the yeah, tune? I can promise. 
they will not speak like that for the whole episode. Yeah, uh, we I don't think we'll... I'm, I'm going to channel my inner Yorkshireman. I like that <laughs> somewhere. <Yeah>. Some <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Drink some Yorkshire tea. <laughs> no, brew York. Um, brew York. <laughs> Sorry. We are going to be trying all of the beers that come in the box. Um, we're not all going to be trying all eight because, um, as we've heard in previous episodes, that might go downhill a bit for us. I also don't recommend, if you're drinking along with us, I don't recommend drinking all eight in possibly the half an hour period that we're recording this. Okay? I'm just, disclaimer, just throwing that out there. I was going to put it out there. We may even, I mean, allow the listeners to luxuriate in a bumper maybe 35-minute episode, or perhaps even cool. longer, depending on how we get into it. <laughs> I mean, with the way we've started this intro, it's probably going to be an hour and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but what, are, you, are, you, are you snacking, Barber, by any chance? I'm snacking so hard. <laughs> like, I've, had, I've actually had dinner tonight, but snack option one is getting absolutely decimated. <laughs> is that the which one did you go for? Did you go for the brave sea salt and vinegar chunky chickpeas or the onion barge? I went the, the sea salt and a vinegar chickpeas, and I actually went for the one that I thought I'm a real when I'm having dinner. I always like to savor the last morsel to be like my favorite bite of the meal. So I went for the food that I'll be honest, I thought I wasn't going to enjoy as much. Um, but these are just absolutely flown down me. <laughs> they've, they've, they've both got. I, if I'm, I must admit, in preparation for said episode, I demolished both of my snacks at lunchtime today. Because um, <laughs> <That's yeah. laughs> I was like, oh, those look very tasty. And they were just sitting here waiting for me to review later this evening. And I couldn't help myself. I ended up eating them. <laughs> it's, it's a very clever idea that they put the sea salt and vinegar because like, they, they are delicious, but I am definitely getting a thirst on. Um, because they've just yeah so I think it's just a smart marketing ploy I would say what is the combination of the best beer snacks it's going to be a level of salt yep. so that it makes you want to drink more but they're and they're, they're kind of different and interesting enough you know you don't eat you don't normally just go and buy a like pork scratchings for example or these ones the chickpea crunchy chickpeas I love the fact that they've got something quite different with each of their snacks like they're not the usual like pub classics they're something a bit different and they just go down so well with their beers well, uh, you say that, i brought i brought some pork scratchings yesterday just from the shop on my way home <laughs> when you become an adult it's like a thing you can do yeah it's great that is true you... i did forget that is is within my power <laughs> yeah. to actually you buy set... pork scratchings outside of the pub. I, yeah. I checked there aren't there's no like law or anything you can like set your own pork scratching intake limit this, it is, is, this is dangerous it is a good idea you know i'm going to be all over the pork scratchings. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I wish there were people to tell me no. But uh... <laughs> I thought that's why you do the podcast with us. No, Drabbers, no. We are your angels of your conscience, you know. So uh, this nicely segues into Angels of the North. Shall we? <laughs> shall we talk about what beers? We've well, got? I thought yes. we should say about Beer Fifty Two, our, our most gracious yes. benefactors um, on on this particular episode. So um, before you get into th- anything too poignant and and interesting. Um, <laughs> Guilty. I've never understood where the name Beer 52 comes from. I've always, like, I've, I'm aware of the name, obviously, having been a long-time subscriber of the Beer 52 box. But Beer 52, where's that even come Because you don't get 52 beers in, in, your, in your cases. You get eight to, in multiples of four. I had you? two, like, semi-assumed understandings. And I'm okay. hoping one of them's right, but I don't mind having been set straight. I think the fact that you've got two assumed <laughs> makes it seem that they can't both be true. Right, that's that's got to be said. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Beer 
And I, to be honest, I wondered if maybe they'd started out doing it as a weekly thing, and then it was 52 mm-hmm. weeks per year. So you get beer 52. Um, um, but it doesn't come out weekly. Well, it comes exactly. Out monthly, so, so exactly. It would know. have to be beer. Beer, beer 12, 12 doesn't have yeah. the same ring to it, yeah. does it? Someone would have taken beer 365 as well. Mm, excuse me. Um, the other one that I think I just alluded to a minute ago as well, I just thought it sounded like B-52 bombers. It also used to be my favourite shot once upon a time. <laughs> a B-52. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that like a shot with like... Oh, yeah. What's, what's in a B-52 yeah, isn't, shot? Isn't, isn't, yeah. isn't a B-52 shot a medical thing that's um, basically full of vi- vitamins that you're meant to have after a surgery to replenish Vitamin all Vitamin B-52 of your... could, could, could yeah. be... <laughs> Oh, yeah, it could be drabs. Yeah. If that know. is, I've been doing it wrong, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> I had them as, I can't really remember what the bottom one was, but I think it was like Kahlua. And then. I was going to say Bay- Kahlua sprung to mind. Bailey's on top. And then, if oh, you do them gosh. like we used to do in Portugal, a little bit of absinthe on top. Oh. And you light oh. the absinthe. And then you stick a straw into the bottom. And then you drink the shot like that. And then it means you get a little pop in your mouth at the end. Oh, that yeah. sounds vile. Um, so, I'm not, not so, going to disagree. So your two guesses of where the name comes from is either they don't understand how <laughs> the days and the, <laughs> the weeks of the months and the years work, or they've named it after a really terrible sounding shot. Is, is your two Could guesses be. for this? Could Could be. I figured it. Tell me, I'm maybe, right. Well, I was going to say maybe, maybe the guys who, who came founded the company had a load of B-52 shots. And you know, once you've had a few drinks, you come up with all of these great ideas, but they actually followed through with it. And then they named it after the B-52 shot. Wait, well, I think that's a very that's, good answer, but it's not the one we're looking that for. That is intriguing. Well, I'd love to say I, I could dispel both of those theories, but actually I can't. Basically what we got from B-52 is the fact that this B-52 was f- founded by uh, James Brown when he was on a motorcycle trip with... <laughs> yeah, it's James Brown. I feel he's, good. he's really missed out on not getting into music, isn't he? <laughs> One of his lesser-known achievements, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I drink beer. <laughs> Papa's got a brand new... Oh, I was ill-prepared for these puns. Yeah. If I'd had another five or ten minutes, I'd have had some killer ones in there. I'll keep going on, what, on where B-52 started and maybe you'll have a, a couple bit more puns to come out of um so when he was out with his, his dad in, in doing a motorcycle road trip through belgium stopping at a load of different breweries that's where he found his love for craft beer according to their website um and then he set he set out to visit a new country every month in search of the best beers maybe he doesn't you know live the same life that the majority of us are where we can't visit different countries every month um and then he got a friend fraser to join on as well which is the so james taylor is the cmo of the 52 and Fraser Doherty is the co-founder. Um, but yeah, doesn't explain at all where the Beer 52 name comes from. So I want to say it's absolutely to do with the shots. Yep, that's, I think yeah. it's to do with the shots. And Joe, may I say, I'm sick and tired of you besmirching those of us who do travel as part of their work. <laughs> <laughs> I have really had it up to here. I'm holding up an onion bhaji snack, very particularly high at the moment. <laughs> Well, given given the Mr. G- um, travel geography expert in the room, do you want to maybe ground us on what on Angels of the North and the types of breweries that we're going to be talking about? Yeah, so we've got a real selection, actually. Sorry, I'm still working on my onion barges, which are very Moorish, I must say. Um, so, who have we got? Let's do a quick run-through, because I think each of us are going to try a few different ones. We have got Full Circle. Brew, brew, sorry, I'm talking to the microphone, that helps. We have got Full Circle. Brew York. Um, Northern Monk, classic. 
um, Vo. Uh, there's a collaboration beer, which is uh, I've been calling Nebs, which is the North e North uh, Northeast <laughs> Brewing Showcase. Um, and we have got two by two. And we've got, is it Tooth and Claw? Has someone got a Tooth and Claw? Yeah, I've got Tooth and Claw. So we're covering, there's a lot around Newcastle, you know, Tyne and Weir um, and uh, Brew York. Hmm, can you guess <laughs> where those guys are from? We've got, we've got Leeds in this showcase. We've got Harrogate and York, obviously. Um, we've got uh, Middlesbrough being showcased here. And we're going all the way up to Newcastle, as you said. There's quite a few there in Arendale, Allendale as well. So yeah, we really are hitting all the the northeast has to offer when it comes to breweries and uh, and all the sites as well. Excellent. Well, should we get into it and crack one open and start talking about it and that sort of thing? Well, I was going to say yeah, it's, it's it's been ten minutes and we haven't really talked about beer that much. So yeah. <laughs> so I've started off on Northern Monks Eternal Session IPA, uh, kicking in at I would say a, a light four point one percent. And we, we've spoken about Northern Monk before, I believe um, they, they started brewing. I think it was in the probably the basement. It was always a basement or a shipping container, but I can't remember which one Northern Monk was. The basement. Yeah, Verdant was the, uh, was the shipping container. Um, yeah, and I remember they, um, yeah, I remember reading about that. I think they did deliveries in the back of their mum's car to start with to get yes. themselves going yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. And I know they've recently moved in. I think they've got a couple of brew, a couple of tap rooms and a couple of breweries knocking on now. Um, nice. And once again, yeah, I, I remember really enjoying Northern. I've not drunken, drunk, drunken them. I've not drunk them <laughs> since um, we did them on the podcast. But it's nice to revisit them. And once again, they've they've gone in with another. It's it's light. It's refreshing. It's nice. It is it is an IPA. It's a very good IPA. Um, and of course, they've got stoic, nice kind of metallic blue can that it's coming. Mm. Um, and of course, they've gone for the is it the monk? They've got the hooded monk. Of course, it's monk. It's called Northern Monk. What am I going on about? Um, so yeah, they've got <laughs> the monk signal, <laughs> and of course, another beautiful landscape going across. So yeah, if you're looking for something light, a nice session IPA that you can definitely get on board with. Yeah, definitely, definitely sit for the Eternal with Northern Monk. Interesting development for those who have, and I mean, we're, again, with this, we have documented extensively so far that this is a collaborate. We're, we're talking about the Beer Fifty Two box. We've also talked about the snacks. There is one component of the Beer 52 box we haven't talked about so far, which is, gentlemen, the Ferment the Magazine. Ferment magazine. Um, and so first, first article in there actually is talking a little bit about Northern Monk and that sort of thing. Um, Eternal that you're drinking, um, Rich, um, has been, by the sounds of things, a bit of a stalwart for them for a really long oh, time. Okay. Uh, yeah. And actually is now... Um, I, I don't. I want, want to make this not sound too severe, but it's almost like it's been retired from their core range. Oh, really? So they have had some. Yeah. So I understand they're still going to do Eternal. Yeah. Um, but it is one that um, I think Northern Monk have actually just had their tenth birthday, or they're going into their their tenth year. So, which is also I think I think they mentioned in the, in the article a bit of a milestone. And actually, at the moment, there's probably going to be loads of really good craft breweries getting into that being around for ten years sort of stage. Eternal's been going for them for a while and has been wildly, wildly popular. Uh, however, basically, it sounds as though, excuse me again, Northern Monk have actually kind of had their arms twisted into, um, I say arms twisted, by, po by popular demand, they're moving their Northern Lager into their cause range. Um, and he's taking Eternal's place, basically. Hey, guys, I you know what I'm hearing? Lager's back. It's back. 
Excellent news for the lager fans. You know what? That's the first I've heard of it, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad lager's to coming be fair, back. To, though, yeah. A Northern Monk lager. I'm very intrigued to try it. It's already so. It's called Northern Lager, and I think the point is everyone's been going. Makes we sense. can only get this Monk lager. Sounds a bit weaker, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wouldn't mess with that monk. Not, not that, to be honest, you shouldn't yeah. be messing with any monks, really. But um, yeah. <laughs> but this is the point. Um, everyone's been saying, so uh, um, Northern Monk, it will come in there. So they basically, uh, a couple of yearly releases for, for the Northern Lager. Um, and everyone's been going, I mean, so sometimes in a keg, sometimes in a can, but on and off, like not consistently produced. Mm, and everyone's gone, yeah. we really like Northern Lager. Can we have it on the regular? Um, and yeah, so that's nice. what's coming in instead, which, you know, uh, don't want to, uh, disappoint anyone who's thinking about having Eternal, but um, that's coming out of their core range. Go. Do you know what this also speaks of? Of a, of a, of a brewery who are changing. They're not just sticking to the resting on their laurels. They're yeah. changing things. They're innovating. And like that speaks wonders to that. But also, there's a really interesting piece in the, in the Ferment magazine where they talk about um, changing styles and the fact that they're on top of all the latest trends. So they've recently done a collab of a table beer with Rafa, the Belgian cycle brand, you guys might, yeah. feel, you know, fitness folks will know about this. So they've recently done a, a, a collab with them, which is a table beer, because obviously that's lower ABV. Yeah. That's suitable for like, you know, if you're out for a cycle, you might want to stop and have, a, have one of these beers. So it just sounds spot on, doesn't it? They're always innovating and trying oh, new like things. That. And we've talked about how much rap table beers are getting in there, um, like in that small beer space as well, is starting to become more and more trendy. Kind of like ultimately a classical example. Well, uh, you know, any exponent, the craft beer scene from people who are into craft beer. I, I just don't want to speak for all of you. You, you can have your own opinion, <laughs> um, but are ultimately people who are up for something new, or, or mm. are, you know, I want to want to do have something a little bit different from what they were used to for a very, very long time. Um, so it's kind of like going, oh yeah, let's let's keep doing that in that case. Um, can I go next? You can go next. Yeah, that's yeah, quite yeah, all right. You can go next what, if you want me. You have to remind us what you're drinking. I've been itching to talk about Magic Rock Brewing's Loophole DDH Pale Ale. Should I get that scene too? I've got a cream for that itch, actually. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> my junk. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Great mind snack alike. Yeah. And why I've been itching to talk about it is because it's got a jazzy can. It's Magic Rock Brewing, who we featured on the podcast before, who were doing some phenomenal stuff and have exploded in popularity. But also because I got through it so quickly because it was the first beer that touched my lips and it just went down so fast. It's delicious. Mm. It's 4.5%, so it's not going to knock your socks off. Um, and it's suitable for vegans, you know, because oh. that's what you need nowadays in a beer. You know, it's got none of those fish guts that some of these breweries Ooh, still yeah. use for some reason. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Magic Rock. We love what's happening coming from, from Magic Rock. And if I'm quite honest, from my ignorance, I had no idea they were from the Northeast. So this is great. The fact that we're being reintroduced <laughs> to, now northern, to, to, to northern breweries in this way. Um, but yeah, so they're they're kind of like between the kind of the Leeds, York, Harrogate area, basically, is, is where Magic Rock are based. Um I love it. What are you on, Bobs? I was gonna say I'm um you stole my segue because I was gonna go from talk, talking about Drabbers's um Northern Monk to a relatively newer brewery um called Full Circle. I've got Full Circle, it's already gone. Um, uh, <laughs> kick, kicks in the sun is their beer that's that's to come into the beer, beer fifty two, um, uh, angels of the north pack case, really lovely. And actually, I think I said to you guys that I was quite up for when I'm going maybe going to try a couple. I kind of like to get my 
I said not get my lager done, but this is a hell's. Um, and I think I want to kind of move up my um, hot profile. Um, although I've kind of come and stuck a little bit because it's a little bit punchier. It's a 5.2%. And um, it's really nice, actually. It is probably, it's a real good stepping stone, this this beer, because, I, you know, it's a hell's, but it's got more, far more chutzpah than than any hell's I've had for, for a long time. <laughs> Put a, bit, a few you know, hairs on yeah, your chest. Yeah, <laughs> big time. There is a, 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 a much more going on there, a stronger bolder taste profile which i would bang up for I, I, to that end you are not probably going to drink as much as you might of a normal hell's lager um you know i do try to think of you know is it a paulana or, or something <laughs> like that you know those those german kind of sessionable mm. um, um often <laughs> served in, in bigger bottles but beautiful yeah uh, and actually it was it took me nicely by surprise maybe that 5.2 percent on on the can should have given me a bit of a steer as to as to this wasn't going to be a, your run-of-the-mill maybe low four four percent sort, sort of hells but yeah lots going on there and and enjoying every bit of it i mean these are if you'll bear with me um yeah it's, it, of course it's halital traditional hops um and i was going to give you some more detail and i've completely can I, can I just, while Barb is looking, can I just say, I absolutely love the half and half design on the can. So the can currently has a, a bit of a jazzy, multicoloured, I believe the trainers mixed in with a bit of yellow, pink and blue, purple. Yeah, it's all and very away, funky, isn't it? Yeah, but then the other side is completely white, um, mm. which I just really enjoy the contrast. If I was to see this on the, um, on the why can't I think what they're, shelves, that's what I was going to yeah. say. If I was to see this on the shelves... <laughs> I went completely blank then. Um, yeah, if I see this on the shelves, my eye is 100% drawn to it. I'm... It's so disruptive for the category, yeah. isn't it? No one else is doing something like this, and that's what intrigued me so much. Oh, disruptive. Love it. Love it. In, just at the moment, in life, if you're not being a disruptor, you've, you've just messed up, haven't you? <laughs> Although, you know what I'm, uh, What kind of bugs me ever so slightly is the fact that they're called Full Circle Bruco, and yet they've got a semicircle. On their um, I, on their logo, yeah, I was getting my head around that, <laughs> which I know is quite cool and edgy, but it's also like, but mm. I want to see a full circle. You've called <laughs> you've called yourself a full circle. <laughs> Amazingly, though, it's still possible to enjoy the beer despite that. You know, absolute yeah. nightmare. <laughs> I don't, that's it. <laughs> they're, they're dead to me. I'm yeah. done. I'm out. <laughs> um, they're a very interesting story, though. Full circle. I mean, like, so their first um, release, their first beers that went out. <laughs> was on the day that lockdown started in 2020. <laughs> um, so it was a bit like, full circle, I'm liking the produce, but clearly timing not your forte. Um, I'm sure that they were sort of <laughs> well aware of that already. They also were hoping to like achieve a little bit more. This, sorry, this is also, I'm gleaning this a little bit from, from Ferment. They were hoping to uh, export a little bit just at the time that Brexit kicked in. <laughs> and then also, oh, these guys have absolutely hit like they've hit some some rotten luck by the sound yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that they're doing so well is is amazing, actually. Um, and yeah, but so I, I think the point is that actually, just once they actually got the the, the one benefit was actually they weren't in pubs when it when it came to lockdown, so they were trying to dish cans mm. out. They didn't have that disconnect where you know they were relying mm. on the pubs to serve the, the beer. They were they were just mm -hmm. yeah. in cans. So obviously, there were the challenges to get it out, but. Ever since then, um, won best IPA at SEBA Business Awards in 2022. Um, you know, the reviews are all fantastic. Of course, you know, try for yourselves. Well, but um, on the basis of Kicks in the Sun, I quite like that they've sort of 
for me, it's not a it's not a real gap. I'm sure there are other good options mm-hmm. out there, but to me, that's a bit of a a gap in the market. Um, I, it will help make me probably keep my eyes out for you know a slightly more punchy hells because I I do like a a, a hells, but also I'm sometimes shy away from it when I sort of think I know what to expect from one, and then one challenges mm. my my perceptions, kind of like this has done. My next one that I have picked out um, is by Two by Two Brewing. Um, and it is the Revolve Pale Ale, which is pretty nice. And um, the thing that's drawn me to wanting to try this one is the can art itself is absolutely stunning. Um, it's done. Oh, I couldn't agree yeah. more, Drabs. I've never seen anything that's like it. That's what I was life. thinking. It, it looks like there is a person being sucked into a vortex, which is probably the word revolve, spinning round sort of thing. Um, <laughs> it's done the art. See what you yeah, did there. The artwork done by La Huevo Art. Um, I'm definitely going to go and take a look at them and see what they've got. But um, this, once again, I've picked the two pale ales, apparently. Or no, and a session IPA was the last one. What's it called, Drabs, this one? It's called Revolve Pale Ale. Because also this, and I really get your point about the um, art, but also, don't you find it looks really similar to... Um, what's the other one you're drinking, Joe? Because I'm, I'm afraid I've put it back in the fridge. The Jellyfish Nebula by Tooth and Claw. Um, it does in the fact that it's got a really cool pattern, but it's not in the, what the illustration is depicting. It looks very different. It might have been that I looked at it a little, little bit quickly, to be honest. I thought someone might have been copying someone else's homework. No, this is this. Um, I can attest to what Drabbers is talking about by the two by two. Um, something very different, very unique about their uh, their art, and it looks like it's obviously a um, like a special collab with this artist or whoever uh, La Huevo Art is. So we'd love to find out a bit more about that. But I just love the fact that they've got on the side of the can written down store cool, drink fresh. Un, un, unfined and unfiltered. I've never heard the word unfined before, if I'm quite I've honest. I've only ever had one beer in the past that claimed to be unfined. Um, right. I can't remember the brewery. I think it was a really, really small independent in Bristol. And um, I remember serving it in a pub. And um, uh, I remember someone being like, this was for, certainly from my perspective, craft was still pretty new and pretty crafty. And they were like, there's something wrong with mm. that. <laughs> like, no, no, there are, the hops are unfined. Um, I don't see. draw me on a language. So it's, not the fact that it's, it's not the fact that they're in some sort of financial penalty. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it was actually just a very, very brief review. Fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's to do with whether the hops are unfined, and, and I'm afraid uh, it's beyond me to give you a, 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 an extensive technical definition. But on, if on they fine. can't find the hops, how do they make the beer? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, go home. It hurts so good. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> Shall I nicely segue onto the Tooth and Claws Jellyfish Nebula, as you alluded to? But just as a little side note, before you do segue, Joe, if the head brewer of 2x2 two two isn't called Noah, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> Put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> now, that I've done my, now that I've done my little joke, you can carry on. <laughs> While I talk about Tooth and Claw, can someone quickly Google who the head brewer of 2x2 two two is? Travis is on it. <laughs> if it is Noah, that would be brilliant. All right, then, guys, I've just got to stop us there because I've just got to remind um, the listeners, um, predominantly because we've already we've already receiving these excellent cases from Beer 52. But I've got to remind the listeners then that Beer 52 have set up an exclusive 
offer for our listeners um, to get the, the same case that we are currently drinking from the Northeast. So all they have to do is simply go to www.beer52.com forward slash try that and cover the 5.95 posters um, to receive your free case right now. 5.95, absolutely nothing. You're paying 5.95 for a pint in a pub right now. So you might as well get 5.95 and get eight beers straight to your door. Um, so we've been talking, there's a lot of dark beers in this case here, but if you don't like the dark beers, simply choose the light case and don't forget you get a couple of tasty snacks and you can do all of that online. Uh, and we're looking at the snacks now. There's some, was it onion bhaji flavored crisps? I'm absolutely there for that. Um, but um, you can also learn about the fantastic breweries um, and the Northeast thriving beer scene in the award-winning Ferment magazine. I'm going to be taking mine up to bed later to have a bit of a peruse, um, just so I can bring some more excellent knowledge to our podcast instead of me Googling it five minutes before we start recording. Um, and of course, um, even after all of that, you are still unsatisfied. You can simply pause and cancel at any time. So just one more time, that's www.beer52.com forward slash try that to claim your free case now. That's beer52.com forward slash try that. Get online, get ordering. So Tooth and Claw, there's, I'm drinking their Jellyfish Nebula. As you were alluding to earlier on, Barb's it's got a really funky design of Basically, it's an illustration, like cartoony-esque, of like a load of jellyfish on it. It's really cool, very eye-catching. I've not come across um, Tooth and Claw before, much to my own dismay, because they are warded with, lauded with so many different awards. Um, so this jellyfish nebula that I'm trying actually won the World Beer Awards Silver in 2021, and it's on their permanent keg roster. So it is, you know, one of their core beers, basically. They're, they stand by this. And I'm just looking at their, uh, on their website, and you've got their head, head brewer, Ryan, um, who's very gleefully standing across the pumps, looking very happy to serve you a beer. So these are definitely a, a bunch of folk that like, like making beer. And I can say from this um, tooth and claw, the first few sips, if I'm quite honest, kind of came across a little bit peppery, which I'm sure is not the intention, but it was quite, I just went from the, the Magic Rock DDH pale onto this um, jellyfish nebula pale ale and ABVs are about the four, about the same 4.5 to 4.6 but the taste palette wise is very different and I think I love that and the fact that you can you can make a pale ale taste so very different is testament to these brewers and doing their own doing their own thing so this tooth and claw uh, jellyfish nebula pale ale um, very different to um, what I've just had and thoroughly enjoying it after especially after a couple of sips as well it's going down very smoothly beautiful lovely i'm trying to think do we know very nice i do do we know some other beers of theirs i i've got to say is there a new one on me um no i've never come across them and i'm looking on their website they've got a wolf pilsner which sounds quite fun uh they've wolf 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 pilsner love that um and they've got a um a squeeze please as well um which i can't actually read what exactly it is i think it's called a limon Ghost, or oh, it's a ghost. Okay, so that's quite interesting. Uh, they've got a one eye IPA, um, and then they go do those all in cans. So yeah, interesting. I do, I do like the sound of a wolf pilsner. I'm not going to lie. Once once you name him, once you name him beers after animals, it's def- definitely a win. <laughs> I'm going to go for an owl milk stout before long. I think. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I'm also intrigued because they actually have it looks to be a collab beer with Motorhead. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Motorhead. The band Motorhead seem to be doing a um, 
a collab with this. Um, it's I mean they're you know they're called Tooth and Claw, but you go you find them on Cameron'sBrewery.com, and um, yeah, so it's brewed by Cameron. So Cameron's Brewery must be the uh, the holding company yeah. slash the bigger brewer. Tooth and Claw seem to be like a brand. Let's talk about craft. I, I can just think because the last beer I drank, which was in collaboration with a band, was with the Blossoms, um, which is mm. in expensive. Was that the one where it was like two beers for thirty? Quid <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a it was a lot of money. I'm Quite not going to lie, but um, but that that was quite smooth. So I'm Mo- Motorhead is is a lot more intenser music than um, than the Blossoms. So does that mean we're going to be expecting a more of an intense beer or a darker stout? So it's a bit more heavy and full on. Could be. They've, they've got an American Pale Ale that's a 5%, and they've got a Pilsner, which is 4.3%. So no stouts no or anything like that. Okay. But interesting, though, I think this, they, this <clears> one's <throat> called Overkill, which is their Pilsner, and then their IP American Pale Ale is called Road Crew. So again, it's very cool. Yeah, oh, I like those. I like those. But anyway, that's Cameron's, yeah. which is obviously some sort of link with, um, with Tooth and Claw, which is quite interesting. Um, well... I'm going to take over here, if that's all right. I'm also now. I've moved on to Vo, uh, who are a Sunderland okay. brewery. Um, what Vo? A deer? A female deer? That's Go, <laughs> you, you blithering idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, don't know what came over me then. Um, I really like to think that they sing that when they come into work each morning, but with the but with the change of lyrics. Vo, a beer, a big gold, gold beer. beer. <laughs> it is a big gold beer. Look at look at that beauty. Oh, it's gorgeous looking. Can 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 anyone tell me what and the writing, which film the writing reminds you? I of? can I can tell you. I know exactly. Oh, then, yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. It's a yeah, it is very Austin Powers esque. Austin Powers, the lovely, lovely soft yellow kind of sunrisey color on the camera, oh. haven't we? Um, and it looks tasty from looking at it. It, it does looks like look tasty. You just want to hug this I, can and just be like, I'm safe now. I feel warm. Yeah. And, and also having moved on from what I was explaining earlier was quite a strong, robust hells. This did just like kind of, I, I was obviously like, I had a long day and this, this beer just put its arm around me. Like, come on, you, come on. Let's, let's just have a little, <laughs> let's just have a little citra. Um, Do you know what you need, Bob? A little bit of citra. Sit, sit down here, take your shoes off and pour you one of these. We'll have a little, we'll have a little bite to you later on, and we haven't got work tomorrow. Don't worry about a thing. Um, this, <laughs> so I enjoyed the, the. I this is really nice. I think that's what I've got to come in early days and say. Um, this is just like achingly juicy, just or it's like overflowing with wonderfulness. I I think um, you know mm. it's a real. This is a centennial and citra hop. So it's got that kind of bold, you know, tropical fruity kind of just lovely, very drinkable. I want to just, yeah, be friends with this beer and have it come around all the time. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Voa from Sunderland. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're still we're still talking in the northeast. That is our, our destination for, for, for the duration. I think this is our only one from Sunderland. So if anyone wants to show off that they know, People from Sunderland are Mackhams and not Geordies. Then, then, <laughs> then there you go. That's, there's your opportunity. Um, uh, but yeah, five point three percent. I think that probably um, the taste does not betray the the five point three percent that it's that it's the punch that it's packing. Um, but wonderful. I mean, served served particularly cold as well. The condensation on the can had me licking licking my lips before I even finished my my, my last one. 
Um, I like this a lot. The brewery have actually been around something like 200 odd years. Um, oh, really? Way longer than um, than you would expect as a craft. Basically, they relaunched in 2019 and and started, sort, of, sort of started having a crack at the craft thing. Um, on this basis, I would say, please do continue because um, <laughs> this is really nice. <laughs> but, um, you, you know, they've got a bit of a mix as well. So there's um, a hazy shade of strata um is is the other is the other ones obviously they're talking about their 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 hops that are going in but this is a hazy shade of citra um so i presume it is predominantly citra ahead of centennial though centennial comes up first on on the list of of ingredients um one second i it's it's really nice um it's not going to look out of uh, but you almost would want want to know what um craft beers are becoming as i've mentioned earlier on a little bit more prevalent on supermarket shelves you know, what's keeping this one off it off those shelves? I'm not sure. It's real good. Did you like that one, Barbs? I do. I feel like I, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I did like. I, I feel like that was a love letter to Vogue, right? Yeah. Now. Like. Uh... Yeah. I mean, like, cause, you know, me, me really. I, I'm. I'll just talk about me for a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm. I'm probably am, am the least crafty fan. Of the three of us, is that possibly fair to say? You are the only. I'm the only um, camera member. Uh, camera yeah, so member. Yeah, you, yeah. If it, I, I like a, a warm, foaming pint of nut brown ale, um, <laughs> and I'm feeling very at home with these two. So, so <laughs> here we are. Delicious. Please, it's hitting the please spot laugh for you. anymore. Um, <laughs> should we move on? Shall I? Shall I talk about our next and final beer? You'll be talking about our penultimate. I'm going to steal the show. And you've got to, you're, going to, you're going to see us yeah. out, you're like you, bring it. You're going to bring it home. Thank you. So the last beer I'm going to talk about in in, in grade levels of detail is the um, is by Brew York. Obviously, we like a Brew York. Brew York. We had the um, Barbara. What was the beer we had from them? The Guayro. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be uncut. I wasn't mad about that. If you actually remember, that's when my dad came in and swore about it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I do remember. It was a very polarizing it, it, it beer. It was, should we say, an acquired taste. The peanut yeah. butter jam, roly poly, something, something yeah. or other. And yeah, that was that was pretty whew, different kind of stuff. But since then. Obviously, we've seen them at the Craft Beer, London Craft Beer Festival a couple of times. We have tried Brew York beers. We know they make some amazing brews. And I can safely say this Seven Seas with Rye, West Coast Pale, 6%, it's a bit of an ABV boy, is spot on. So, bit of a pop quiz for you boys. Name the Seven Sea hops that make up this beer. I can tell you, we could play it like arrogance, couldn't we? I can name three yeah. of them. Yeah, Barbara can name three of those. Go on there, Drabs. Uh... You can't read the back of the bottom. The can. <laughs> Put the can we see down. you. Just because the listeners can't see you doesn't mean, doesn't you mean that we can. Cheater. Yeah. I can confidently name one. So... Oh, okay. come on. You've just heard me talk about two in the last yeah. beer I well, had. I was talked about two. You weren't listening to me. That's what's happened. I just blank out when you talk. <laughs> okay, but you have experienced some of these hops before, yeah. so I get filled with a deep sense of rage when you talk, Travis. <laughs> Why does in, in the <laughs> effort of moving this on and, and keeping things civil um, and making sure this isn't our last ever episode as a pod as a trio? Um, I'm going solo. <laughs> I'm going to start my SMR podcast. <laughs> Go on. Okay, I can I can get three. I bet if I think about it, I could do more. I could probably do. Th- I reckon I can do three. 
Okay, let drivers have the three, and then you go after that, uh, Bards. All right. Calypso. Yeah. Citra. Yeah. Cascade. Is that Cascade? Nice. Yeah. You nailed your three. Nailed three. Okay. Go on then. Carry on then, Bards. I was going to say Centennial. Ah, yeah. yeah. That's another one. That's a good one. And, and between the two, we've got four, and actually two of the ones yeah. I was going to have those. Um, okay. I, uh, no, uh, can I? Oh, I need more time. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Uh, he sailed the ocean blue. Columbus. Columbus. There you go. Nailed yeah. it. Uh, could... could sound like a helicopter. Chinook. Yeah. Yes. Chinook. Um, <laughs> I got that I... before you said helicopter. I, I, I was literally just going to make the sound of a helicopter, which was... <laughs> 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 <What>? <laughs> <laughs> okay, last clue. That's last clue. Oh, I love wearing this. It feels really soft. Cashmere? Yes, there oh. you go. Nailed oh, it. so I was... The, the, the expression on my face there was because I thought that was spelled with a K. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. There you go. Yeah, the hop is spelled with a C. More like the money. Cashmere? Mm. <laughs> Blended. <laughs> but... And I would say, if that's anything to go by, this beer is absolute fire. It's delicious. Like, the fact that they've jammed seven different varieties of sea-level hops in there, that is an arrogance to knowing how your hop ratios works, and they've absolutely nailed it in this one. Um, I also really enjoyed that the boat is sailing on a sea of hops. Which makes sense, because what you're hitting here is, is a real hoppy vibe. Yeah. Um, so if you like your hoppy beers, I mean, God, you might as well, you better go for your seven, seven seas um, with rye from uh, from Brew York because this is a very hoppy beer. Um, I'm going to put it out there. If you told me the same designer had done the um, uh, Northern Monk can and the Brew York can, I would believe you. Well, it could be the same agency. A lot of these breweries mm-hmm. sometimes use the same design agency to do their can nut illustrations mm-hmm. when they get to a certain size, so it could be. I don't know that for a fact. I'd have to look into it a bit more. No, yeah, I like fair. it though. I love a it's boat. A, it's great. It's really good. You do love a boat. It's I true. I do love a boat. <laughs> you're, like, you're up for your boaty beers. Right. Bring us home then, Barbara, with the last beer. Right. Well, I think it's appropriately enough because we're doing the Angel of the North, um, courtesy of Beer 52. Um, I've been... Oh, I nearly dropped it. <laughs> that could have been bad. Um, can you see? I'm calling it the Nebs. This is, I'm going to open the nebs as well. This is talk. there you go. That's going to that's going to you know the big finale. Uh, this uh, nebs refers to <clears throat> collaborative beer in the Northeast Brewing Showcase. They do a little festival, um, and actually, I think the big appeal the big appeal of the festival is that it's it's kind of small, um, and and they run this um, in in oh, excuse me the Northeast, obviously. Uh, I believe it's actually in, <laughs> in, 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 in Newcastle. Um, and this is just a bit of a collaboration. So you read the back of the can, you can see Northern mm. Monk, Alpha Delta, Vaux, Tooth and Claw, Full Circle Brewing, Brew York. Um, and I've gotten two attached to that that I've actually forgotten to uh, talk about the actual uh, type of beer. Well, itself. this is brewed exclusively for Brew York, Brew Fifth, uh, sorry, Beer Nebs. 52, right? Oh, uh, yes, sorry. It is the one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the idea is it's, I think, if you, I'm sure it mentions it in, in Ferment, that this is, you know, the taste of the festival beer as well. Um, oh, okay. So this is <clears throat> now that I've had a chance to check myself on it. Dry hot farmhouse ale. Have Five... we have we heard of a farmhouse ale before? I, don't I was racking one. my brains when I've... I read this the first time, and I was thinking, uh, possibly not. I don't think it's a phrase that's in in like real regular use. Yeah. To to be quite honest, uh, well, that's pretty much <laughs> attested to for the fact that you said you've just said it. I don't think we've. I don't. I can't think of we us talking about farmhouse ales before. No, um, yeah. 
I think you can tell it's it's dry hopped. Uh, I would say um, I'm a little bit pleased because also I mean this is five percent and there's probably been I think the lowest we've had from this case was is maybe four point one four point two. Um, we've got and actually I think that's it's quite a nice balanced case that way because the highest starts six percent. And actually the other thing if you do read through ferment I think a couple of the breweries allude to the fact that um, listening to what people have been after of late they have dialed it down a little bit they're not trying to um they're, they're not producing these these beers that to be honest do do wipe you out a little bit the high sixes and, and and the sevens um and so it's almost seems like this is the the product of that um is is again a lovely m much like the two i've, I've tried before which actually have been north of five percent now that i come to <laughs> to realize it um it's not too over the top it's i don't it's, i wouldn't even ever describe it as sessionable but you could have it, it, the it's not so full on that you have two and, and are probably going to go right okay i need to god i need to move on to something else you could probably go for, go for a few basically um i wanted to pour this one out to see the color because i think it's a little bit darker um but it's really tasty very bold not as i think i'm a little bit uh getting the contrast of vaux not quite as juicy not quite as, as as tropical fruits, but um, yeah, really solid beer anyway. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I mean, looking at the Ferment magazine, I, having not attended said event, it doesn't look like too many people from when they took the photos were at that event. Um, but I wonder if maybe the photographer took them quite early on or something, or maybe late in the day. Um, it's a, it's interesting. Maybe they haven't been doing it for very long, but it's uh, it certainly seems like it's got an amazing showcase of, of breweries there and the beer is as we've we've reviewed on the on this episode mm. absolute standout as amazing but brewers and beers to um to um to offer so it just feels like maybe this event just needs a bit more marketing which i guess is why they're doing this whole thing with beer 52 and i'm happy to shout that out because there are some amazing brewers that are at this uh, northeast um brewers showcase and so if you're anywhere in the area slash would very happily travel to the northeast um as we would be as well let's definitely get up there because this is this has got an amazing showcase of, of, of amazing beers in in the local area so yeah i mean hats off to this i will certainly be after trying these beers um some new ones on me and some old favorites of breweries that I've, i absolutely adore um knowing they're all populated in the northeast region and close together knowing there's a showcase of all these breweries all in one place it's very appealing to get up there um, and to go and experience them. Yeah, and that's another thing. Again, I, I mean, it just sounds like I'm, I'm pretty much I, it, almost my role in this podcast. I could have actually just read you guys Ferment Magazine in many ways. Um, <laughs> but um, it's funny that actually, uh, particularly there's there's a, a prevalence of good breweries in in this part of the world. Uh, and actually, this is alluded to in in there that also there's a really nice collaborative spirit um, a, across them. Um, I think a, possibly a little bit to what you were just saying then, Josh, I kind of think they were saying that the, the festival being quite quite small was, was, was proved to be really successful. Hmm. Um, but it really nice that they've come together to put together this beer, which was meant, which was designed a little bit for, you know, the, the summer kind of festival. Um, and that they've all, you know, want, want to get together and actually, I suppose there's a... Uh, use one of those business terms we we're talking about a little bit of synergy and all people working together and create <laughs> a nice little culture around beer in, in this in this part of the world um hats off to them so i guess to wrap this up thank you very much beer 52 for reaching us reaching out to us um to talk about and to receive your um fantastic angels of the north case um you'll hear it in the outro you've heard it in the mid-roll you've heard it before of how you can get your hands on 
the uh, the case yourself or only the postage. And I highly recommend it from our end. I think all of these beers have been a tasty drop. From the four I've had in this this uh, recording session, each one have been fantastic and very different in each one, even though I've had a couple of pale ales here. They've, they've tasted very different. And I'm after Barber's love letter to Vo, I'm very excited to try that yeah. citra. Um, <laughs> and of course, I love nothing better than t- tucking into a Northern Monk. So excited to try that one. And... <laughs> you couldn't help yourself, could you? <laughs> Little rascal. <laughs> so yeah, from my end, I'm very excited to, and, and pleased that we got this uh, opportunity to talk talk about Angels of the North because yeah, I didn't actually realise. Excuse my ignorance, but there were a couple of these breweries I had no idea were in the northeast. So very great, uh, grateful of uh, of having that knowledge now on me. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Twitter, I'll try that podcast.com and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>